thank you so much for joining us on this episode of this podcast. I want to say very big thank you to everybody that has been listening so far. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the feedback. Um, before I start, because of the topic I'll be talking about today, I want to say it is ahead of time. Because many of you that have wished or that, that love to start your podcast anytime soon or you wish, you desire to start your podcast and you're still thinking of how to start, please you can always send me a DM and then we can talk about how you can actualize that vision of yours. You see, purpose, um, if you have any message to the world and you're still hiding under one canopy or the other, under one excuse or the other, um, I feel the more you keep doing that, the, the more you keep finding reasons not to fulfill purpose, you know. And the Bible says, teach us how to number our days. Each days are numbered. And the truth is we only keep growing growing and growing in quote old i don't mean old like our body but i mean old as in in terms of age so the more you do things you're supposed to do at the right time the earlier the better so please if you have any message to the world out there and you're thinking of how to push it out and you haven't decided yet please send a dm and let's talk about it okay today i'll be talking about um one of my biggest fear or it used to be and i was able to face that big fear of mine called glossophobia um by the way glossophobia is the fear of speaking in front of public um is the fear of public speaking and one of the things i'm doing right now is public speaking even though it's not they're not i don't have so many audience right now seated in front of me and I'm looking at their face and I'm thinking, I hope they listen. What if they are not listening and all sorts? Um, but this is a form of public speaking. I'm going to venture into my public speaking journey very soon. And then and I hope my story or uh, I was I was able to overcome it. I hope it helps someone out there. And but if you ask an average person and uh, tell him or her, um, hey, you'll be the one to take or to address people tomorrow. An average person will react and say something like, what? No, 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 I'm not doing it. And if you ask them the honest question of why, they don't have a specific reason. So most times you just say something like, ah, I'm shy. What will I say? And all those excuses people keep giving. But the truth is, I always say this and I will keep saying this. Everybody has a form or a level and amount of nervousness or, or shyness. The truth is just that probably some of us have been able to manage ours more than the other. You see, fear is an emotion. There's nothing like that person is fearless. No. Such person must have been able to possibly manage his or emotion or called fear more than you do. So everybody is shy. You are not the only one who is shy. Even the person giving you the offer is probably shy. But that the fact that when they keep asking people, are you going to take it? And somebody says yes, that doesn't mean the person is not also shy. The person has probably been able to manage his own fear over the years. You know what? Fun fact. One of the things I realized about glossophobia, I was making a research sometimes ago, and I found that glossophobia, which is the fear of public speaking, the rate or the percentage of people that are afraid of speaking in public are actually more than the rate and the percentage of those that are afraid of dying the fear of death is thanatophobia or thanatophobia either one 
but glossophobia rate is higher than thantophobia rate it's amazing when i saw it it blew my mind so more people we have more people that are afraid of speaking in public than the number of people that are afraid of dying so if that's the case <laughs> we need to really really treat this issue but you know what i'm thinking i feel so many people are still out there that are yet to come out of their comfort zone that are yet to um open up and share that message god has given to them to the world or because they are still under this fear called claustrophobia and i hope with this short podcast it is going to um push you out of that zone and you come out and then speak and let the world hear what you brought or what you have for them so my early experience you know when i started by the way i took a public speaking course at one time of my life because um as much as I talk, I mean talk, that doesn't mean I speak. You know, there's one of the things we say in public speaking is everybody talks, but not everybody speaks. Some of us are comfortable with one-on-one conversation, but when it comes to you addressing two to five people, you start running and start fidgeting. So the journey for me is this. I had to take a public speaking course um, for, was it two months? And then um, I was able to understand. They were able to demystify the public speaking into um four or five session and i was able to understand that most of my fears they are actually irrational i'm going to talk about irrational fear and rational fear in a second but basically one of the first step i took is knowing knowledge i sought for knowledge once you find out you don't know about something i feel the best way you can help yourself is to seek for knowledge in that particular thing some of us are so comfortable with with the things we don't know that we are not even ready to take a step in finding out how the thing works or to know about that particular thing so for me most of my fears were just irrational so we have fears that are rational and we have irrational fears let me give you an example when you have an encounter or probably you're in a zoo and you have an encounter with a snake or any wild animal, it's not coming at you, it's in a cage, but it's just trying to scare you off by, either by roaring or by running towards you. It can't harm you, but you know, when a lion in a cage starts running at you and says, and almost coming approaching you, and you run back and you're afraid, that's a rational fear because you could see the obstacle or the threat, you could see it physically in front of you. So your instinct and your emotion called fear at that time turns on and you get afraid. You see, irrational fears are the fears that only exist in your mind. And how do I mean? So the same experience that I explained just about now is called irrational fear. Let's now assume you are at home and then somebody is talking about you guys going to the zoo and in your mind you already pictured and keep asking yourself the question of what if the lion approaches me what if what if you know what all these all the what if questions you can ever think about falls under the irrational fear so when it comes to bring it down to public speaking what you keep thinking about as the irrational fear are the questions of what if i forget what to say what if i do what will i say what if what, what if they don't listen to me what if they shout at me what if they're all pressing their phones while i'm speaking what if they're not ready to hear me speak what if what if and then you keep giving yourself so many excuses now to speak what will i say 
I'm, I'm shy. I'm afraid. I'm, I'm not prepared. You keep telling yourself one and one thousand and one reason not to speak in your mind. So at that time, you haven't even faced the real fear. You are just preparing your mind or telling yourself stops and a lot of things, a lot of excuses not to go out there and speak. So when I realized that, one of the tests we were giving, the person who taught me, the person who was my instructor then, gave us an illustration and he said the statement that was, <laughs> that was, that seems vague. He said, he started with this. He said, gun does not kill. A gun does not kill. You know, in our mind, we can't process that. We're like, what? I, oh, oh, okay, where, where is he driving at? Okay, what are you trying to say? Are you kidding me? You mean if you say gun, you're not going to run? Why would you say gun? It's like, God does not kill. Then he moved forward. He said, it is the bullet in the gun that kills. Now, what he was trying to do is he was trying to demystify our fears. That's what that's the exact word, demystify. Break it down. You see, if a gun is lying on the table, and or if you're a policeman, if you have a gun on your table and you're seated, the gun is not a threat. Until the gun is pointed at you, then it becomes a threat. That's even the rational part. The rational part of fear is that once the threat is not approaching you, it's not a threat. So the gun in its resting state is not a threat until when somebody picks it up and points it at you. So before you start picturing fear and start empowering fear, that's the best word. Some of us have empowered our fear so much that it has crippled our courage and then we keep telling ourselves reason not to do the things we are supposed to do. Okay, I wish I can say that again. Some of us have crippled our fear so much. I think this is what I'm going to put as the as the title. Some of us have crippled our fear so much. We've empowered our fear so much that it has crippled our courage to do what we're supposed to do. So the bullet in the gun kills. So if you have a gun on the table, even if it's pointed at you and there's no bullet, it's still not a threat. Why am I trying to say this? I'm not saying you should try any gun activity. I'm just trying to, in your mind, make you understand that some things are not really as as, as fearful as we think they are. They're only as powerful as we empower them in our mind. Secondly, he said, snake does not kill. <laughs> and we're like, okay, wait, what are you driving at? And he says, it's the venom in the snake that kills. When they tame, tame a, a snake and they put it anywhere, it's not a threat until the venom in the snake if you can't find the venom in the snake, if there's a snake without the venom, it's just as harmless as a pet dog. So in our mind, basically, it was trying to make us understand that most of the things we think or we, we think or we empower in our minds, they are not really as fearful as they are for the rational one. So the beginning of courage is when you start to realize that most of your fears are only in your mind. So what if this, what if that, what if that, what if that, what if that, what if that? They are all in your mind. And you know what? All your question of what if, the only way to find out is to go out there and speak. Try anything new. Try something new. Face your demon. Take a step in facing your fear. Face your demon. See how it's going to look like. In fact, for some of you, the ability or the fact that you're able to face that demon of yours or that, forgive me for using the word demon, I, I call the, the empowered fear demon. The, the ability to face that fear is the definition of success for some of you. 
success for some of you is when you are able to face that fear. Not because you even succeed or you fail, but that you are able to face it is the definition of success for some of you. So face it. You know, for me, so after a while, I began to understand, I told in my mind, I began to reorientate and rechange the way I think to, to reprogram my mind. So anytime they come to come and speak, I, I don't say them like, oh, no, 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 no. I start saying, I want it. I want it. And then from what if they don't want to hear me, I started saying positive self-talk like they want to hear me speak. I'm their favorite speaker. Glossophobia has crippled so many minds, so many people. But if you have any message to the world out there, if you have any, if God has given you a message to the world, you need to overcome this fear called glossophobia. Because he's going to give you so many platforms to talk to people and to empower them. Until you empower your courage and you stop empowering your fear, you may not be able to empower the world. So as much as possible, try to get materials, try to come out of your comfort zone. You are, I feel, they might make this podcast, I'm always feeling as if there's still many people out there that have a particular message to the world and they are still yet to launch out. Please and please try and come out of that zone. The world wants to hear you speak. And if you don't come out, some of us won't even know that God has given you a message to the world. So the only way to let us know is first of all by coming out and empowering us. I can't wait to hear you speak. I can't wait to hear that message God has given to you. But until you come out, none of us will be aware. I hope this helps somebody. I want you to start wanting platforms. Stop running away from platforms and opportunity. Want it before they call you. You know, this is the last thing I'm going to say. One of the um, symptoms, or one of the things I found out about myself that made me realize that I was growing some years ago is the fact that I started preparing for answers that nobody has even asked me the question. I keep asking myself, okay, what if somebody asks me this question? What will I say? Then I'll solve, make research for the answers. <laughs> and amazingly, most of the time when I do things like that, probably a week after or two weeks after, somebody's not going to ask me the question. And the person's always like, how did you know I was going to ask you? Do, you? do you seem to know everything? No. In my mind, I just keep preparing my mind. It's been called being proactive. Always don't wake up and just sleep like mere men. You you need to be resourceful. You need to know more. You need to be 100 times better than your colleague. Please and please try as much as possible to make sure you're better than who you were yesterday. And one of the steps you can do in achieving that is to face your fear. Glossophobia is crippling so many people. Try as much as possible to make sure it doesn't cripple your courage so that the world can hear you speak. Try as much as possible to share this if you can. If you have any questions, if you have any feedback, if you have any comments, please share it. Let us rub minds together. Thank you so much. I'll see you some other time. Bye.